Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. I am so excited to have my friends Blaine and Molly Lilly, pastors of The Church in the Dirt, which is held each week at the Tangle Saloon in Homedale. Blaine and Molly were featured on our cover in our November-December 2018 edition. I almost said the wrong year. Anyway, so thank you guys for joining me today. Thank you. You know, I have looked forward to this. It's been on my on my list, and I kept wanting to skip forward. And, and but I had a plan. God had a plan. God just kept saying, "Nope, we're going to do it here." So that's great. One of one of our favorite things to do for my husband and I is that with the ministry is we get to visit area churches, and we love that. And we've been blessed to get to visit you guys several times. And as I said before, we went on air. We consider you guys one of our church homes. We're just so comfortable there, and we just love it. And we're always we always leave well fed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in more ways than others, because sometimes we stay and have lunch. But. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, there's lots of good churches, so that's an honor. <laughs> so, but last summer we visited you more than anybody because you guys were meeting outside, yeah. and we did drive-in church and we live streamed church. But we we were really drawn because you guys were meeting outside, and it was just nice because we got the joy of fellowship. My husband is is a high risk person, and so we've been very very cautious, yeah. and so it was so nice that we could come and join you guys and meet outside. But on one of those visits, Blaine, I'm always well fed, but on one of those visits, you shared your testimony mm-hmm. and it stopped me. Um, again, before we went on air, I showed you I, that morning, I opened a brand new notes page in my phone and was texting myself a note so that I didn't ever forget that because it impacted me and I wanted to be able to go back and go what did he really say and so would you would you honor me this morning and share your testimony with with our listeners sure I will it's an honor to be here with you this morning it's uh, good to see you again and it's an honor to be on your program I tell you my testimony is not really unlike a whole lot of people to be honest with you uh but I was born and raised the son of a preacher and who was the son of a preacher who had a whole bunch of preachers all through the family. I've been in church all my life, sat on the front row, second row, looked good, smelled good. The whole works sang real loud, lost as a goose in a snowstorm. Now I did come to Jesus, as they say, you know, the uh, traditional fundamental religious way. I accept. I went up and said, "Yes, I I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior." And I got baptized, you know, and all that. When I think I was ten years old, but you know, I just never really knew for sure. That's a scary place. If I to was be. saved, you know, if someone yeah. would come up to me and say uh, something to the effect of, "Well, if you were to die today, do you know where you'd be?" Well, I would always retort with something like, uh, "Well, I sure hope I would be in heaven." Well, come to find out, you know, years later, after I said that many times, that's not even biblical. You know, the Spirit of God, you know, bears witness with our spirit that we are saved. You know, we should know that we're saved. And 
I think my, you know, I'm probably doing a whole lot shorter version of this testimony than what I did that day when I was preaching. But I tell you, it came around to uh, I was hungry because I knew there was more. There had to be more to being a Christian, to being saved than what I knew. I was like looking and searching for had to be more. My favorite Bible verse, even as a child, and it still is. John 8 and 32, if you, it says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall, you know, will make you free. Yes. I, you know, make you free. What, what did that mean? You know, I didn't even understand it. Well, the Bible tells us, you know, it says when, you know, Jesus make you free, you're free indeed. Yes. And it also says that Jesus is the way he is the truth and he is the life. I'm like, whoa, I know there's more to this than what I know. And when some, and when I wonder in my mind if I'm truly born again, you know, born again is a word that we use, and uh, it's in the Bible. Born again because man is cre- created in God's image, so we're spiritual beings. Yes. God is a spirit; we're a spirit. How can we bo- be born again? You know, Nicodemus talked about that. They, that's in the Bible, and uh, well, born again is spiritual. You because. Adam committed high treason, you know, and uh, so we're dead in our sins. So to be born again, you get born again spiritually, and that makes you alive in Christ, makes you a brand new creature, Paul says, a new kind of creation in Christ Jesus. I didn't know what any of that meant. I was just like, well, I still went to church. Now, I wasn't living right. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't living right all the time. I mean, you know, I'm a... I'm a musician, a guitar player, and a singer, and I loved country music when I was a boy. And I used to play in the honky-tonks and bars, and uh, sometimes they had to carry me out of there because uh, the drinks were free for me, and uh, it wasn't a real pretty picture. I could sit there and sing real good, you know, or pretty good, and I could do that just fine, but the minute that the singing was over and I was done, sometimes I might have had so much I couldn't walk real straight, so it was pretty bad. Well, I gave all of that up. I'll just let everybody know that right now. All that's gone in the past and gone bye-bye. But, I, but you know, I was not living exactly right. But I was still, every Sunday, I was sitting in the front second row, one or the other, and I was singing real loud. I was hungry, but I wanted more. Now, to tell you the truth, I found more. I think I was about right at 48 years old, and I was a part of the Country Gospel Music Association, and I would go to the conventions, I would go to the meetings, I would go to the uh, award ceremonies, and uh, we had great worship services at the Country Gospel Music Association every morning of the, these uh, meetings would last nearly a week, and we'd have great worship services, and uh, I had been searching, I was hungry for the truth, and I didn't really know the truth, but as I was going along my journey of searching, I was getting this in my spirit. I was getting it in my spirit. I was beginning to know the truth. I was getting to understand some things. And the one thing that I was lacking that I didn't know was the love of God. Amen. To me, I knew it was real. I do not ever remember not believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he died on that cross for our sins and that he died on that cross for me. I mean, I always believed that, but I did not understand the love of God. 
Well, mm-hmm. one morning, sitting there in a worship service type deal, we were all sitting around in a circle singing songs, whatever comes to the, to someone's head, whatever praise, worship song, whatever comes up, they just start singing, and everyone starts singing along. We were all singing. I want to go. I do. <laughs> and I had uh, – <laughs> it's a great place to go. And I had uh, this tune that I had come up with one day. It just came to me from the Lord. It's all in minors. And uh, it's just a real pretty little tune, and uh, I put some words to it. And I thought nothing. I didn't think anything. Holy Spirit moved on me, and I started singing this line. Holy Spirit, come. And they echoed it back to me. Everyone else, they'd never heard this song before, but everyone else echoed it back. And I sang it, Holy Spirit, come. And they echoed it back, coming to this place, you know. That kind of stuff. And they'd echo it back. Well, as I was doing that, I just was thinking to myself, what is it that so many people have that they know that they know that they know and that they're so full of the Holy Spirit? And what is it that they have that I don't have? And I want this so bad. And so I just started thinking, you know, Jesus died on that cross, but you know, the Bible tells us that he did it willingly. Mm-hmm. And God, the Father, that was his plan to put his son on that cross, die for our sins. And I got to thinking, I don't really fully understand that, but there is no way that I could see that I could do that with I would be willing to put my son or my daughter, one of my uh, children, on the cross to die for my sins. I said, I don't even under- really don't even understand that. And then all of a sudden, you know, this thought came to me. But I would run in front of a freight train for one of them. Right. And somehow or another, that funny little twist of things, ding, 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 and the light came on, and I knew how much. God loves me. And the minute I knew how much God loves me and how real that love is, my heart melted for him completely, and I fell in love with God. And when I did, I got born again completely, filled with the Holy Spirit, ready to rock and roll. That's why I say it, but anyway. And, and, <laughs> and, and from there, I just, you know, it's a long story, so I won't tell it all, but from there, I just started growing tremendously. And it was a lot of years of struggle, sitting on the front row, second row, look good, smell good. But I didn't know God. I knew the Bible, but you know what? The Bible didn't make a whole lot of sense, a whole lot of sense a lot of times to me until I truly knew God, accepted God. You have to surrender. You see, I was living in Blaine Lilly's world, you know, and that's not a good thing. I was I was just doing it through the head and thinking, this is what I need to do. And I was thinking, I have to be a good person, but, you know, that's impossible. I couldn't be a perfectly good person. You know, I have to do this and I have to do that. And if I'll do this right and if I will do that right, well, yeah, when maybe someday somebody asks me if I'm going to, hey, what's going to happen to you when you die? You're going to heaven or hell? I'll, I could say, you know, if I did everything right, I could say, yeah, I'm going to heaven. Well, I come to find out some things. 
that is the absolute truth. And that is we will never do everything right. But Jesus' blood is enough. It is sufficient. It is all that we need. We come to Jesus. We surrender our hearts to Jesus Christ. And we are born again, saved. And from that day forth, though, I know that I know that I know that I'm saved. I'm truly born again and that I am going to heaven. I'm ready right now. I was preaching here a while back about Jesus is coming for the bride. Yep. I'm the bride. Praise God. If you'd ask, talk to me about being a bride back before I truly got born again, I'd say, I ain't no bride. No, no way. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yep. yes, I am. I'm the bride of Christ. Praise God. He's coming back for the, for his bride. I'm just so, so thankful that I worked through this thing and got myself in the situation that I was looking at others and going, I want what they have. And I got it. It's so you can, yep. you can sit in church all your life. That don't mean you're a Christian. Yep. That's like saying, standing in the garage makes you a car. Yeah. <laughs> As before we went on air, I, you know, I shared you, part of the reason it touched me was I had fire insurance for decades. Yeah. <laughs> but when I got salvation, when I understood that gift, Yes. Wow. And wow. I think that's part of why your testimony resonated so with me, because I could identify with yeah. it, and it just moved me. Yeah. So um, I, I want to just kind of touch briefly, and it's and it's just a side note, but as I was going back over the notes and, and the history that I know about you, because we have... It was like we became instant friends. The three of us, it was yeah. like, oh, wow, where have you been? Thank you. <laughs> um, your church that you grew up in, and even at the age of 12, I remember that you would sometimes get called to lead worship. Oh, yeah. But it was no, this old, old church, Yeah. no musical instruments. Right. So That's you right. had to go learn the guitar and everything on your own. So there's dedication there. So we see in your history that when you seek something, you just dig in your heels. So you you not only went to Nashville and you did all of this. Right. You and Molly have both worn one vocal female and male vocalist of the year, not not as a couple, as I understand it, right? But you have We were as a, we were as a couple. couple. Yeah. Okay. I misunderstood yeah, we that. Were. Part. Yeah. That's cool. Well, congratulations. She, she won female vocalist of the year and I won male vocalist of the year with the Country same Gospel year. Music Association. Oh, same year. Yeah, yeah, which they say never happens. You know, that yeah. a couple wins both of those. Yeah. That's too cool. Folks, I got to tell you, if you ever get a chance to go out to Homedale, to the tango, and hear these two sing, that it's, itself is just a phenomenal experience. You guys are so gifted. Oh, thank you. So after you both attended either Bible school or college, and mm -hmm. you did kind of both, you, you recorded a CD in Nashville, and then you were... At, I want to say on tour, maybe it wasn't, but you came to Idaho to perform. Yes, we we uh, we were doing a uh, ministry. We went all over probably a half of the United States, and uh, we would do our music, but we also would share the word and do testimony and so forth. And we did that all over the place, lots of different places. We did that for several years. And the Holy Spirit laid a message on your heart about doing a church plant. Do you remember that? Uh, yes, very much so. <laughs> no, I, I, the Holy Spirit laid it on my heart 
back a few years ago to plant cowboy churches. Cowboy churches. And I have planted a few or helped plant a few. And now I'll let Molly tell you about what the Holy Spirit said about Church in the Dirt, Cowboy Church in Homedale. <clears throat> there you go. Because <laughs> that's, that's a cool story, too. Yes, it is. That is a way cool story. Well, actually, I was raised here uh, in Jordan Valley. We had a ranch outside of Jordan in our most of the ranch and the house was in Idaho, but um, I'd been away for probably 35 years. And, you know, we were traveling all over the country and doing music. And it, we'd come up here to see mom because she's getting older. She's 97. And uh, so every time we'd come, she'd pray, Lord, just use Blaine and Molly mightily up here, you know, in Idaho. <laughs> of course <And> she did. <laughs> I said, Mom, you can't pray that way. You know, it's as the... Lord wants, you know. Up here, where, but your will be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was reminded that Jesus did what his mother said, too, you know, even though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He said, woman, it's not my time. Anyway, yeah. um, so she kept praying that way, and I kept telling her, Mom, you can't pray that way. Anyway, it was kind of a joke. And so lo and behold, one morning, the Lord wakes me up early, and he just lays this whole, he wants to do something in Idaho. And I mean, I just was so, I never, Blaine had been talking about coming up to Idaho for two years, and I was like, ah, no, that's okay, I like Texas, you know, and uh, what we're doing. And so I I just literally prayed and cried for three days is what I really did. And uh, But as I just prayed, I was like, Lord, I don't know, back here. And uh, so, you know, I had wild days here. I had history up here. But anyway, so I... Went out driving one day, and he just led me, turned here, turned here. <clears throat> and uh, finally, in my spirit, he said, Homedale. And I'm like, Homedale? That was my old stomping grounds, you know. And um, so I drove over there and drove by this great big tan building on the right, not knowing what it was. wasn't there when I was growing up. Hadn't been to Homedale twice in 35 years, you know. Yep. But kind of a destination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta go there on purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not someplace you just go. You have to, it's a destination. Yes. Right. So I drove by it and I was like, notice this great big tan building. I was like, just you know, off the cuff, I just said, Lord, if we were ever going to have a cowboy church, I'd have one just like that. And then I'm back to okay, what am I doing in Homedale? You know. And so I drove through the town because it's just on the outskirts, and. Not knowing, finally, I'm like feeling kind of foolish. Lord, why am I here? And I don't know why I'm here, but I'm going home. And but before I go home, I'm going to go by that tan building again. And uh, then I see all the. Well, I don't know why I didn't notice it first time, but I see all these horse trailers, and I thought, no way. And it to me, it was the most beautiful indoor horse arena I had seen, you know. And so I knew. I pulled up in front of it. I was like, oh my gosh, I knew God was saying. This is it. So talk to the people. and Is that the Badiola uh-huh. Arena? Yeah. Lori yeah. Badiola. Yeah. yeah, the Badiolas own all of that. They own the saloon and they, the Tango Saloon and yeah. the arena. So we, uh, long story short, we, you know, talked to them. And lots of people said, how in the world did you get in, you know, with that? But we started once a month and then. Yeah, and the, we, so she called me. She was here on her own that time, and uh, I was back in Texas, and uh, she called me up and told me about it, and I said, all right, let's get, let's do it, you know, and she uh, 
set up a meeting. And uh, during the rodeo that year, uh, we had a meeting there in the Badiola Arena. In right, the, yeah, it was right the, at the Homedale Rodeo, yeah. their annual Homedale Rodeo. And that was the kickoff, and we mm-hmm. didn't really know it was the kickoff until after we had done it, but we realized that this needs to happen at least once a month. And so it went from that to, to uh, twice a month, and now it's every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at the uh, Tango Saloon in Which, by the way, Idaho. I have my own wild oats that I sowed as a kid here. <laughs> yeah. There are those that would tell you, but it is the nicest yeah. Quote unquote saloon. It's no smoking. Oh, it's no beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it very is. nice. Anyway, so every Sunday morning at 10, it's not just an adults only church, though. You guys have the little buckers for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. them little guys. I tell you what, there's something else. There's, awesome. We got some awesome kids coming there. And yeah. When we come, the grandma comes out in me. I'm like, oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at that little boy. Look at that little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Their little boots and cowboy hats. I have to remind myself, these people don't know me. They don't know I'm really safe. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if somebody um, wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to reach you guys? We are, well, of course our phone numbers, but we're on Facebook, the Church in the Dirt. We have a Church in the Dirt page, but also we, Blaine and Molly, Lily, we post a lot of things on our own personal page as yeah. well. Okay. And, and they can call me. They can call you? At, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give you the number. Okay. It's 208-504-8564. Awesome. That's cool. Now, now we're just we're just ahead of Easter here. It's the first week. I was shocked. Me, I I don't know why I was so oblivious this year. I was thinking it was later in April, but it's first weekend of April. Yeah. So, do you guys have anything special? Because I know you guys do a harvest party and you do a big Mm -hmm. outdoor Christmas concert. So, do you have any special plans for Easter this year? Well, we love to just have a huge Easter egg hunt. You know, we call it Resurrection. And uh, we have a lot of kids turn out, and we usually have a $100 bill in one of the eggs, and we do that for the teenagers, and that is a riot as they are elbowing, pushing. <laughs> and is that the Saturday prayer? No, no. it's Sunday, it's Sunday morning, morning after okay. following oh, cool. the service. It's, yeah. Cool. Yep. That's, that is awesome. I love the quote on the Church in the Dirt Facebook page. It says, Church in the Dirt is a non-denominational cowboy church designed to meet people right where they're at and provide an atmosphere where they can grow in the knowledge of who they are in Christ, find out how good God is, and their authority in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that sums it up. I've, I've been there enough times, I know. That's genuine, and it's real. Thank Guys, you, we're out of time, but thank okay. you so, so much. much for joining me today. Thank you, Sandy. Um, this does bring our time to an end this week. If you missed Blaine and Molly's story, or just want to go back and read it again, you can do so by going to our website, christianlivingmag.com and under the past issues tab look for november december 2018 folks we invite you back next week when we have another special guest in store for you someone i promise who will encourage you with hope and inspiration until then god bless this has been christian living spotlight an extension of christian living magazine where it's our desire to deliver faith hope encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout the Treasure and Magic Valleys and in Central Idaho through McCall. 
Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.